Your hosts are here, Sammy and Michelle. By the end of this podcast, you'll know them well. Adulting, navigating the journey of life. Careers to relationships, pain and strife. Put down the rule book. Rethink the status quo. If there's another direction you want to go, find purpose, passion and mastery in all that you do. With Status Post Adulting. Hey, Status Post Adulting fam. It's Sammy and Michelle. And welcome back to our podcast, Status Post Adulting. Today, we're going to be talking about an exciting topic for both of us. That is making friends as adults. Alternate title how to make friends and not influence people <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> but before we start let's check in on my lovely sister here how are you doing michelle i'm doing well how was your week well we just had a big move we really did or i guess i did my lease was up in austin i had moved there last year and i decided to just with everything going on i decided to end my lease and drive my car back with my things to california with her things and our whole family yeah with my things and our whole family. So for every additional person, my mom, my dad, and my sister, I had to give up like 10 things. <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> um, but it was fun. We drove across West Texas. Which I love West Texas. This is Sammy here. Because you can drive 80 and that's the speed limit, which is very nice. No comment about anything else with West Texas. <laughs> New Mexico was really nice. Cool to go through. A lot mm-hmm. of farms. Um, Plateaus. A lot of plateaus. Big yeah. plateau state. It's like, how does it get so flat on top, but yet so tall? Like, how does it not come to a point? Arizona's really nice. A lot of cacti. I love Arizona. Sammy touched a cactus. Yeah. You know, you see a cactus and you see the big pokey needles and you're like, that's obviously what I'm supposed to avoid and that's why people don't want to touch a cactus. Well, it turns out there's like what seems like millions of little tiny needles going on there. And my mom really wanted to take a little piece of this cactus home so that she can plant it because it was a purple cactus, which was so cute. So I picked it up only to find that there were all these little cactus things on my fingers and then somehow the cactus also hit my face. (laughs) So there were also a lot of little tiny cactus needles on my face. What? I can't believe you haven't encountered this before in your whole entire life. Yeah, especially how much I love cactuses. Cacti? I think it is cacti. So, yeah. Yeah, we are in California. All of us living together at home. What about you, Sammy? What's new with you? With me? Well, nothing too new. I had COVID, so I'm over that, but... The smell situation is still... Yeah, you had COVID. Lacking. We could say that I'm lacking smells. At first, I could only smell good things, which is like so positive. And I'm like, 2021, no bad smells. But now, of course, some bad smells have found their way in. And yesterday, I was eating one of my favorite things, which is banana fries. And I actually can't really taste or smell banana, but I could smell the smoky flavor. So then I just tasted smoky. And that was pretty sad. But otherwise, I'm doing quite well. So today we're going to be talking about making friends as adults. The reason it can be helpful to make friends or deliberately try to make friends outside of your typical bubble, which is oftentimes the people you are just close to or are in close proximity to you, is because one, it can be easier to find friends who align with your values. And two, a lot of times because these people are out of your bubbles, they may have other thoughts, viewpoints or lifestyles which can expand your own mind. It's so true, Sammy. It's no small exaggeration for both of us to say that meeting these people outside of our bubble has really changed the trajectory of our life. 
Yeah, Michelle, I completely agree. So let's get into it. Sammy, what is a way that you've met people that you really enjoyed? Yeah, one of the ways that I've met people is through meetup.com, which is pretty much just a website that has many different types of events. Like it has book clubs, it has writing groups, it has hiking groups. It even just has groups that are like 30-year-old females in San Francisco looking to make friends. All different types of groups. So it's a perfect place for meeting friends because a lot of the people in those groups are looking for a similar thing. Yeah, depending on how popular it is in your city, you can get pretty specific on what you're looking for. Yes. I mean, one time we were in Uber and these two guys had come in and they were just spending the whole day going to every meetup that was listed that day. And I thought that was a pretty great idea as far as like making friends in a new city. I wish I could say I remember that, but that is a really cute idea. (laughs) Yeah, it was really cute. And now you can just hop in like Zoom to Zoom to Zoom if you wanted to. Yes. You can literally join meetups around the world that were previously only open to certain locations right now. So that's all also really cool yeah go ham on the video chat and you know it's funny that you mentioned how easy it is to access right now because when i first started using about six or seven years ago i was in charleston south carolina and it was not that popular and i remember i wanted to meet people and there was like this christmas bar crawl so i knew i had to go to this meetup And I went and I had talked to a few girls there and so we exchanged numbers and I wasn't necessarily thinking anything huge would come out of it, but we ended up meeting regularly over the next few months and, you know, each time we're getting closer and closer. And, you know, after six months, I had moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I remember like they were the first people to come and visit me. They came and visited me on my birthday and I was like, wow, like this is amazing. Like I've met people who I really get along with, but I still had some doubts of, you know, how long our friendship would go on for. I remember one of the girls even said, oh, you know, we'll never see each other again when I was leaving Charleston. That definitely did not turn out to be the situation. Even after we moved to San Francisco, we ended up planning like a two-week Europe trip where we traveled across Europe. One of the girls is from Cologne, Germany, and the other one is from Palermo, Italy, and we visited their hometowns in addition to going to Oktoberfest and Amsterdam and London, and we just had like an awesome time. They had invited some of their friends even recently like this past year one of the girls got married and so we went to Uganda for the wedding and then even after the wedding you know a few of us like who had originally met in Charleston traveled around Uganda together and Michelle and I describe it as like summer camp for adults like it was so fun you know we were just spending time together having meaningful conversations doing cool things like going to the safaris going to breweries like it was just a great time with great people and I would have never expected that from a little old uncomfortable comfortable meetup Christmas bar crawl. Yeah, and I think Sammy, one of the crazy things there, like you mentioned, like you had invited me to go to Europe. So now I know them. Yes. We've met their friends, their partners, their spouses. We have made so many other friendships and other meaningful um, connections through this. And it was all just from going to one event. Mm-hmm. And we would never have thought, you know, when you did that, that that, you know, it would take us literally internationally. Yeah, definitely. That, you know, talks about like you know kind of physical spaces different places that we went but they also introduced us to different ways of thinking different Mm -hmm. cultures it really took us out of our bubble and we would never run into any of these people in the street they just like weren't in the same circles that we were in yeah michelle and i think one way that you've made friends is through the app bumble yeah that's so true so for those of you that don't know bumble is a dating app and i hopped on the app a few years ago to date they actually have a feature called bumble bff i guess like bumble best friends forever (laughs) and at the time i hadn't really thought that much about using an app to make friends though there are plenty out there now but i had gone to the bff section because i didn't really know what people were putting on their dating apps so i figured i would like i would like check out you know what other people were 
saying or what their photos or whatever. I don't really know what kind of inspiration I was expecting. You know, obviously then I'm there and I'm like, oh, like she looks fun. She looks fun. She looks fun. And I'm just like swiping right on everybody. Over the last few years, I've actually met a lot of women that way. Mm-hmm. And it was funny, actually, a couple of years ago, I was like chatting with this girl on Bubble BFF and Sammy and I decided to go to like a cycling class at like six in the morning. And I just like messaged her. And I'm like, hey, I'm going to the cycling class tomorrow morning. Feel free to come if you want to. And she was like, yeah, sure. She was like new to the city and like excited to meet new people. And that really kicked off a string of friendships for us. She and I both met other people on Bumble BFF and brought them to like a happy hour together. Yeah, I think one thing that she was really good at, she was really good at like meeting other people on Bumble BFF and then bringing those people together. So it was like a giant meeting of people who had met on Bumble BFF. Yes, and I think really an important point for like, these different ways to meet people like Meetup, Bumble, BFF. What we're trying to say is that at worst, maybe you go, you meet some people you wouldn't have met otherwise, but you really don't know like where these friendships can take you. Yeah, Michelle, that's exactly right. Some other ways you can meet people are through like intramural type sports. Yeah, I've met people when I've gone to dance classes. Book clubs are a great way to meet people. I've gone to events alone. Um, I had to get in the habit of it. I was a little nervous at first, quite honestly. But yeah, I've been to like so far sounds concerts, things where you might be doing something, but you can always start chatting with the person next to you. A big one is even like the library or coffee shops, those kind of places where people meet and gather to do work. A lot of times you can meet people at those places too. Yeah, the key is ask someone to watch your laptop when you go to the bathroom and then you can start chatting with them unless they stole your laptop <laughs> yeah i guess you can't do that in san francisco really i mean i think the rule of thumb there is meet people while doing things that you like doing yeah like for me i'm i'm really big into meditation so when i first came here i think i was part of like three or four meditation groups and once you start going to those things over and over again you do eventually start to make friends with people and then another one is finance there's a lot of finance groups around here and especially now with the pandemic you can go to these zoom meetings anywhere in the united states and meet people that way and that's super cool too One thing too I want to recommend, Sammy, I know we've both done it, is just being open and vulnerable to people that you know, that you are open to meeting new friends. Sometimes you might have friends that know other people in your city. When I, (laughs) I kind of did this accidentally, but when I was, when I started my new job in a new city, I wasn't really necessarily trying to make friends, but I would, people would always be like, oh, have you met new people? And I was like, no. And I think they just took pity on me (laughs) and then they started to invite me to things. But it, you know, they worked. Yeah, Michelle, I think a good thing about that is Those people know you and they know the other person, so they can kind of sense whether you'll be a good fit, so you're more likely to get along. It's like matchmaking for friends. Yeah, friendship matchmakers. So while that's a good baseline of different ways and places that you can meet people, we have also put together some tips for really making an impact when you are in these situations, just to maybe increase your chances of meeting someone cool and making friends. Yeah. A lot of times it's good to do something super cheesy, like bring cookies or bring snacks. Like you cannot not lose friends that way. For example, at one of my finance meetings, afterwards we were all kind of chatting and this guy had brought Bamba from Trader Joe's. And I was actually thinking of leaving because I was getting hungry. Then I saw the Bamba and I was like, well, you know what? I'll stay and talk to these people. And I was like, great strategy. Completely worked. What is Bamba? Bamba is like this. Okay, imagine a cheese puff. I'm sold. Remove the cheese, add peanut butter. Oh my god. (laughs) It's actually really good. And it's like 99 cents, so it's great. Oh my gosh. Bring something to the party. When one of my coworkers last year invited me to SantaCon event or something, like he was doing a party, I, again, totally nervous. I still didn't know any of my coworkers. 
Um, and my other like friend had invited me and I was like, I'm going to be at this party with a bunch of people, a bunch of my coworkers that I don't know. And I decided to bring, like, I, I don't know if people did this in college, but like you get, like peppermint schnapps and like chocolate and mm-hmm. you like kind of swish around your mouth and it tastes like a York peppermint patty. And I just like thought about bringing it. And then I remember I was at the liquor store and I called Sammy and I was like, is this the dumbest idea? <laughs> like, are people going to think I'm just like this, like, I don't know, like wannabe college person? I don't know. I just thought it was so, I like really doubted myself, but I was like, whatever, got myself some reindeer antlers for like a buck. Um, and went and it was a total hit one also just like once again like you never know what to expect none of my co-workers were there it was like me and like two other once people again co-workers <laughs> liking my co-workers don't show up to anything it was actually just a bunch of other people that were like me that were like new to the city and like knew this guy and he had, I met a bunch of people that way and they it was so easy the reason an activity is nice is that when you don't know each other you can be like lol let's mm-hmm. do this thing like you know in that case it was like more centered around drinking but we've brought like flash tests before yeah flash tests are like those tattoos but they're like, they're like holographic metallic and they're really pretty they're a huge hit you just flash tat people up it's a good bonding time and michelle i really like how you had also mentioned those reindeer ears it can be really good to wear something like kind of flashy or like have something kind of stimulating like that because people can always compliment it or ask about it and it's it's a good conversation starter especially when you don't know the other person yeah lean into the theme like i think as i've gotten older like the less i know someone the more into the theme i am quite frankly because at least then it's like like if there's something extra about you if you're wearing the reindeer whatever like if you did it People, one, just think you're more extroverted and friendly, so they'll come and talk to you, mm-hmm. but also gives you something to talk about. And I brought, like, a, an extra Santa hat with me, so when someone was like, oh, yeah, I didn't dress up, I was like, boom! <laughs> That's so great. I got a $1 Santa hat for you right here. Look, now we're both in the theme. So, yeah, so those are good things to do. Oh, and that's another thing. If you do have a friend in that area, like one friend who is also looking to meet people and oh, yeah. positive, it's good to bring that friend with you too. A friend making friend is so nice. I mean, obviously, Sammy and I do it a lot because we're sisters and it's so much easier for us mm-hmm. to go and like meet new people when you have somebody there that like makes you feel a little bit comfortable. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're worried you're going to end up in an event that no one's going to be at. Yes. It's nice to have um, a friend making friend there. But also one of our tips is be cognizant of which friends are more open to that. Yeah. Um, Because I have some friends that I love so much. But if we go to an event, like we are sitting there talking to each other the whole time and yeah. we're not very like open. We're not really engaging with other people. And sometimes that's fine for like what we're doing. If I'm trying to go like say like a meetup or if I'm trying to meet new people, I want to make sure that the people I'm with are kind of like on the same pages with me there. Either we talk about it or I just know that there's somebody who, you know, we're both going to go out there and put ourselves out there and meet new people. Yeah, definitely. I think another tip would be having some stories in your back pocket. Oh, yeah. When you don't know someone or when you're meeting people you don't know, a lot of times it can be good just to have interesting or funny stories that if people ask you about something, you can talk about something other than the weather. It's great to be obviously well read and like listen to podcasts, but sometimes I just reflect upon things that I know or can comment on or tell so that, yeah, you have something interesting to share about yourself. Yeah. I mean, another important thing is not being negative at all. I think it can be really common when you're in an uncomfortable situation and then you just meet someone who's a stranger to kind of, you know, criticize something or complain about something. Try to avoid that. Nobody wants to make like a negative Nancy their new friend. And, you know, with positivity too, also compliment people. Like if someone else has a shoe, a headband, a shirt, taste in music, whatever it is. A great voice. For me, I have a rule. Like if something stands out to me about somebody that I like, I usually try to tell them one it makes them feel good about themselves and two it sort of starts this conversation yes definitely i've never complained that anyone has complimented me (laughs) 
Okay, so once you've gone to the event and you found the potential friend that you have had your eye on, <laughs> the next thing <laughs> or is, multiple friends. Yeah, exactly. The next thing is you got to lock it down. You got to close it up. You got to be a first mover. You got to be the aggressive one. Like, have no shame. You know, you want to ask them for their number, ask for their Facebook contact, whatever means you're going to use to communicate. Whatever kids are using these days, the Snapchats, the TikToks, <laughs> TikTok, the Reels. Up, yeah. <laughs> Connect. Switch numbers. That's what I do always. Yeah, that's 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 what I always do. There's no other thing that I it's do. It's an old-fashioned thing called a phone <laughs> and texting people. <laughs> yeah. And then once you get their number, make sure that you're the first to text them. Right. Don't be afraid to be the first person to like arrange plans. Reach out. Fortune favors the bold. Another big thing in kind of helping to grow the friendship is owning your friend's goals a little bit. Like if you find out that the person that you started hanging out with really wants to start being more active, maybe plan hikes with them. Another thing is like, I just made friends with someone who she was interested in finance and financial independence, but we were both actually interested in becoming notaries. So we're kind of like doing that together and holding each other accountable. Like, did you get submit your notary application, that kind of stuff. And that's a great way to make friends too. The cool thing about going to events, classes, sports, whatever, is sometimes you can be accountability buddies, you can, you know, plan to go to and do those things together because you already have that goal in common. Yeah, exactly. So Sammy and I hope that you found this episode of Status Post Adulting helpful. You know, a year ago, I was in a new city, didn't know that many people, and the pandemic hit. So I can definitely relate to having to start fresh and make new friends. So hopefully some of these tips and tricks help you guys as well. Yes, Michelle. And we definitely want to thank everybody for listening to our podcast. We've received a lot of positive feedback and support since our last episode. And it's really encouraging and inspiring. And it just makes recording these episodes even more enjoyable. I totally agree great we got our first email we've gotten some reviews and we've gotten a lot of great feedback from you the listeners so feel free to let us know if you have any questions or topics you can email us at statuspostadulting at gmail.com or find us on instagram at statuspostadulting and to all those people who have been supporting and listening to status post adulting if you want to help support us a little bit more you can subscribe to our podcast and or leave a review at apple podcast thank you so much Join us again next week as we put down the rulebook and rethink the status quo.